Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, will CERN destroy the earth or will it bring in three days of darkness or will it open other dimensions? This is from Doug Wordward, one of our speakers from a few years back. He's got a, a, a website called Rebooting the Bible. The headline is, The Dangers of CERN, Are They For Real? Now, let me just say, I was only the one program on the CERN thing, but so much more information came to me, especially two very powerful visions that I felt like I have to bring you more information on it. So this particular article says the eminent physicist, Dr. Stephen Hawking, has warned us that this machine could create things such as microscopic black holes. I'm going to read that again because that's going to be important in just a second. Microscopic black holes. Additionally, in disrupting the metastable vacuum of the universe which envelops the Earth, disruptions can come at us at the speed of light. I'll say that again. That's important. Disruptions can come at us at the speed of light. This could happen at any time, and we wouldn't see it coming. Hawking envisions a vacuum bubble moving at near the speed of light, which would consume everything, the earth and perhaps the entire cosmos. He says, just how strange are strangelets? He says, when particle accelerators, okay, it's not going to be too complicated, okay, this is just a little bit of background, because it's going to be important here in just a second. When particle accelerators collide, hadrons at greater than 10 TeV, they create the world's most explosive substance known to humanity, the strangelet. Strangelets are stable particles, as such as they attract to themselves non-stable material, which happens to be all the matter that we have residing with us, around us, and under us in this revolving sphere we call Earth. Strangelets cannot be contained. They sink right through the floor and head straight to the core of the Earth where they are trapped due to electromagnetic forces of our planet. Once they are parked there, the surrounding ordinary matter is drawn towards the stable strangelets. These lures manifest themselves back near the surface of the planet in the form of tectonic movements and volcanic activities along Earth's crustal plates, meaning the things that CERN is doing could not only do volcanoes, earthquakes, it possibly could even destroy our planet, as we talked about yesterday. No wonder the CERN features Shiva, the god of destruction, in their courtyard. So, do you suppose it's possible that someone at CERN knew exactly what it could do? <laughs> destroy the world? And that that is actually part of their plans? Remember they told... Benjamin Fulford, that we've ruled this planet for thousands of years, will destroy it rather than give it up. Maybe they weren't kidding. The God of Destruction in the courtyard and chose to position the LHC, now look at this, on top of the ancient Roman temple of Apollyon, as in Abaddon, as in home to the Scorpion King. Hopefully you recognize those words. Those words are Apollyon, Abaddon, and Scorpions. We speculate that it is the doorway. We speculate that it is the doorway to the abyss of Revelation nine eleven, and they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. 
Here's the scripture. So essentially it's saying that we're going to locate this LHC right over an ancient portal where it could very well be that these locusts come out that have stings in their tails like scorpions and their powers hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the king of the bottomless pit. So it could very well be that at some future date, hopefully not July the 5th of 2022, but they are firing it up again, July the 5th. Hopefully not then, it will open the bottomless pit and out of the bottomless pit come these locusts upon the earth. Now, I don't think that's happening yet. I think we've got more time, but I've been wrong before. Goes on in the article, how just how blatant is the occult agenda at CERN? He says, CERN doesn't hide the fact that they seek to open portals to another universe. Exactly what comes through the portal isn't known and doesn't seem to bother them one bit. As proclaimed by CERN's press releases and statements, they are seeking to open gateways to other dimensions. Out of this door, they say, might come something, or we might send something through it. Leading scientists assert the LHC, the Titanic machine, they call it, may possibly create or discover previously unimagined scientific phenomena. That's right, it might be unimagined, and it might just destroy us. Or unknown of unknowns, for instance, an extra dimension. They openly say it. We're just about done with this. Then I'm going to get to some very powerful stuff. If you look at this symbol on the left, that is actually the symbol of this organization. It says, passed down through ages, this knowledge became entrusted to secret societies whose sole purpose was realizing a modern version of the Tower of Babel. We talked about that yesterday. In other words, Eve was seeking wisdom. They were building a Tower of Babel to seek wisdom. And then President Harry Truman, or was it Eisenhower, apparently, the report is, met with them and made a deal to allow them to adopt humans in exchange for knowledge or technology. One such society is the Brotherhood of Saturn, and that's what their emblem is. The Brotherhood of Saturn, Germany's most secret and impactful secret society. Today, that tower has been built, once again, a mechanism that can work wonders in connecting humankind to the gods, connecting humans to gods. That's the same thing Eve was trying to do, same thing Tower of Babel is trying to do, trying to, and also Truman, trying to get technology in exchange for whatever it costs. Connecting humankind to the gods and whose self-admitted goal is to open portals to allow such lesser entities once again to transit to and from the earth. Now, here's the shocking part. So, this Byron Searle, we've uh, interviewed him. We, we've uh, read part of his prophecies and visions before. So I got two visions that he sent me. He said, apparently, what you did spurred me. And so I felt led to send them to you. And he hasn't released them before. So this is brand new, recent released information. So he said, on August the 8th of 2018, I had a vision. During prayer that day, the Lord spoke to me and said, my son, Go ahead and share dark matter, for the time is near. Be blessed during this time of feasts. I'm coming soon. So he says, I was praying, and I heard the Lord speak. Now, this is back in 2018. He said, I heard the Lord speak and say, dark matter. 
And by the way, that's the way he speaks a lot of times. I remember when he talked to Bree Keaton, first thing she heard was just the word pygmies. The next day she heard, go feed the pygmies. So just hearing two words like that is very common. Well, for those people hear God. Dark matter. At first I thought, what is that? What is dark matter? I continued to pray, but the Lord then repeated it several more times. And I thought, Lord, why are you telling me this? Again, I continued praying. But after that, he repeated it a few more times. I felt to stop praying and listen to what he wanted me to tell me. I sat down with my Bible and was drawn to the scriptures listed above. I then asked the Lord if this is where he wanted me to read, and he replied, yes, dark matter. Instantly, I was drawn into an open-eye vision and found myself standing in front of the statue of the goddess of Shiva in front of CERN. I asked, what am I doing here? He asked, what do you see? I said, I see a false god named Shiva. He said, what does it represent? Not really being 100% sure, I said, I think it represents chaos and destruction. He said, my son, you are correct. In a very short time, America will live this. I understand this to mean that America will soon be living in chaos and destruction. I asked the Lord, what about dark matter? I understand America will live in chaos and destruction, so why are you saying dark matter? I was immediately taken inside of a laboratory at the CERN building. I was standing behind a man facing a glassed-in contained area. He had on a white lab coat, and his arms were inside gloves inserted through the glass into this area. He was working. I saw many rows of tiny silver-colored vials in a container inside the glass. They were about one inch high and a half inch in diameter. The man was using extreme caution as he worked. He used mechanical fingers to very carefully pick up one vial at a time and slowly place it into a small box. He closed and sealed the lid on the box and carefully brought it out, placing it on a table. The next box, as he was pulling through the glass, accidentally caught and popped open. The vial threw out, flew out of the box, hit the floor, and broke open. Immediately, and he said, I mean instantly, the room was filled with darkness. So dark and so fast, I couldn't see a thing. The darkness exploded, filling the entire room in a fraction of a second with total pitch black darkness. The scene changed. I was now outside the building. The darkness flew out of the building, expanding in every direction. The more it spread, the faster it seemed to go, covering more and more land. The, dark, the Lord said, dark matter will cover the world for three days. The people in this building will be responsible for unleashing dark matter. They're collecting it to use as a weapon. A drop of dark matter escapes, and the world is plunged into darkness. During this time, portals will be opened and unimaginable things will be released upon man. He took me up very high to where I had a view of the whole earth. I watched as the darkness spread so quickly, going out in every direction until it covered the whole earth. As the vision was ending, the Lord showed me a man's face in the distance. As I continued to watch, his face brought closer and closer and got larger and clearer. When his face was close to me, I saw that this man had a gray beard, long grayish hair, wearing a lab coat. He was horrified. He was screaming in terror. This was the man who had accidentally 
released dark matter into the world. The vision ended. The Lord spoke and said, My son, I've shown you this to prepare the people, to prepare my remnant. The dark matter will diffuse in three days and light will return to the earth. Nothing will be the same ever again. I'm coming soon. Through the dark matter, be ready, my remnant. You know, I don't want to believe this, but I have heard many people talk about three days of darkness. Three days of darkness is coming. I always thought that it was, let's see, I got it right here. I thought it was Revelation 16, 8, where the sun scorches men, gets seven times hotter. Isaiah 30, verse 26, I believe it is. And then in Revelation 16, the seed of the beast is filled with darkness. And so the sun goes out for three days just prior to Jesus returning. So when they were saying three days of darkness, I thought, okay, that's probably what it is. That's three days just before Jesus returns. Uh, No big deal, because at that point I plan to be at the at the marriage supper of the Lamb, about four months before. This changes everything. Could this be what I've... You're probably, as you're listening, you've heard other people talk about three days of darkness coming. I have. But I never dreamed it was this. I'd like to say it's the end of the story, but it's not. There's more. So then 612 of 2019. Now this is about a year later. He says, I was thinking about discerned vision. I began praying, seeking the Lord about it, and asking here if there was further insight and revelation into it. This is the same Byron Searle. He wanted to give me the following word is what he spoke to me. My son, I heard your prayers asking what CERN plays in the last days. When the fifth trumpet sounds, a star falls to the earth to open the bottomless pit. Notice, my children, this star is a hymn not an asteroid, this star will be given, in other words, it's an angel, this star will be given the key to the bottomless pit. This means that an angel will fly at an appointed time, will unlock the pit, which is what I thought would happen, except for I didn't realize it connected to CERN. Appointed time will unlock the pit that will be opened by CERN. The key will be the catalyst to open a portal, and the smoke and locusts that come through will be interdimensional. Wow. I thought this was all, I, I had a correct understanding, but I didn't see that it was coming through CERN. I suspected it, but now we have confirmation. There's more. My son, many of my servants have seen giants and giant beasts in dreams and visions. Now, remember, we've talked about this, okay? Remember the, uh, who was it? Uh, go forth Parnell of uh, uh, um, um Go forth, Parnell, what's her name? Uh, Vicky said that the Lord showed her that the seven thunders, what they uttered was release the giants. I put that on the program. The next day, someone sent me an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord told me that was seven, uh, uh, release the giants two years ago and gave me a link to her blog spot. Sure enough, went there and sure she had said it two years ago. So now we have two people saying that release. Uh, where it says the, the, the seven thunders say release the giants. Let me say it again. The seven thunders say release the giants. What are the giants? The giants are the half sons of God and half daughters of men. The giants in the earth, Revelation, I mean, excuse me, Genesis chapter 6. So he's saying here, my son, many of my servants have seen giants and giant beasts in dreams and visions, meaning 
as something starts getting closer, Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God would do nothing except he revealeth his secret to his servant, the prophets. But he also reveals the plans of the enemy. Thank you, Lord, for revealing the plans of the enemy. So this is, in my opinion, this is confirmed. This is, this is not foolishness. This is not rubbish. And if we have eyes to see and ears to hear, we'll bend forward and we'll bend our ears forward and we'll listen to this. Many of my servants have seen giants and giant beasts and dreams and visions, meaning it's coming. These are the product of CERN. There are CERNs in many nations around the world. Now, I didn't know that. I knew that China had one. I knew that they had tried to create one here in the DFW area, but uh, they didn't. It's closed. At least that's what I was told. In many nations around the world, smaller versions of the Large Hadron Collider that is at CERN in Switzerland. The evil men are working on a way to link them all together and to open even larger portals for interdimensional beings, or the fallen ones, or the reptilians, whatever you want to call them, entities to come through. These are the unnatural sights I warned you about, in other words. My son, you will see in the coming days many unnatural sights. Tell my children, it is the devil trying to deceive them. Do not believe what you hear, for if it is not in my word, it is a lie from the master of lies. The last days are going to be fraught with every evil imagination that man can devise, just as in the days of Noah, when the fallen angels gave instructions to man to every evil to be conceived. It will be like that again. My son, there will be giants and hybrid animals. There will be demons posing as aliens from other worlds. We talked about that, what, here, two weeks ago. There will be every deviant sin that Satan can think of to deceive the world and my people. My son, prepare my children to understand that things will never be the same on earth again. CERN will open portals and develop dark matter into a weapon. These will be the days of gross darkness to the world, both in the natural and in the spirit. So let's go to Revelation 9, 1 to 3. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven to the earth, and to him, meaning it's an angel, was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there rose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And to them was given powers, the scorpions of the earth have power. All of this lines up with the word, my brothers and sisters. We better, how do I say this? We better have our jaw set, our heart in the right place, sins removed, reading our Bible, memorizing a Bible, prayer closet. We better know who we are in the Lord. Because we're all about to be tested. Sorry, there's not going to be a pre-trib rapture. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. What is wrong with this? You say, well, it's a piece of bread. You're right. It's a piece of bread I took out of this loaf. This loaf is a one-pound loaf, and there's something missing from this bread. Even though it says it is whole wheat, there's still something missing from this and almost all of the bread you're eating. See, the story was in 1860, the smart humans decided that they were going to outstrip God, 
and that they could figure out a way to where the flour would not spoil because once you break the wheat berry, then it begins to spoil and in seven to ten days it's got mold. So they figured out how they could be smarter than God. We're going to take out the outside shell and then the wheat germ. We're only going to use the white powder part of the wheat. And that doesn't spoil. And they're right. You can put it in a bag. Five years later, it's still there. But then, of course, there's something else they removed. And that is most. Now, not all, but most of the nutrition. So then they had to pass all of these laws saying you got to put niacin, you got to put vitamins, you got to do this, put all of this into the... So why not just use what God made? So the difference between this and what I made is this. That's the difference in my bread, whole wheat bread, versus what you buy in the store. The bigger slice here, this is actually cherry, cinnamon, uh, honey, and vanilla mixed together. And I made this. So when you make your own homemade bread, you can make it flavor any way. You want jalapeno? You got it. You want to have uh, seeds, sesame seeds, however you want to, you can make it. But the big advantage to making your own home wheat, whole wheat bread is that it's probably the cheapest way to, to have long-term storage food because most of your long-term storage food companies cost nine to $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph's Kitchen, they can show you how to feed your family for about $1,000 per person per year, and it's whole wheat. Okay, so what is whole wheat? Over the regular wheat. Well, you remember the seven years of plenty followed by the seven years of famine of Joseph and the Pharaoh. Well, that meant that the whole world lived off of wheat for seven years. Now, I don't think that we, maybe Jesus said, you may, man should not live by bread alone, meaning you should have other things that you should eat. However, about the closest thing out there that'll feed you not only good tasting, but also nutrition for your body is wheat. And so we recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. When you go there, you got to get two things. One is you have to get a machine package. That's the items that you need to actually physically make the bread. It's a wheat grinder where you put the wheat in. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put it into a bread machine with six other ingredients. Push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of wonderful that you made whole wheat bread. Slice that up. We can pre- the slicer is even included. The beakers, it's everything you need to make bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for six people one year, four people one year, two people one year. You place your order, and they have it in stock. Because most of these long-term storage food places, they're out. Uh, some of them are two or three months. Some of them are even longer behind in filling their orders. But at Joseph Kitchen, they can ship within two or three days. And they ship around the world. Go to josephskitchen.com. I'm telling you that the prophecies say there's about to be a food shortage and if you want to listen to what God's trying to warn us about, then you'll get this long-term storage food. Okay, Terry Saka, CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Why should people be calling Cornerstone today? I was actually watching an interview with a very powerful psychoanalyst, and he brought up Dimitri Dudeman, and I was very impressed. I was like, Dimitri Dudeman, that's Stan's, one of Stan's main guy in prophecy. He was talking about cycles of market crashes and, and financial uh, realignments, 
in the next 45 days, we are looking at such a severe possibility of a 40 to 50% market correction by design. And that will lead to an extraordinary opportunity to take advantage of gold and silver while it's at these low prices. All right. So in your opinion, is it better that they get gold or silver? Silver is very undervalued. Uh, the banks have to get out of the short position. So I think they're going to take it to this low as it is now. And that would be your best opportunity for return on investment and definitely the easiest to unload when the time comes. Okay. So how does it work? They go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com and essentially, eventually, they're going to make a phone call and they're going to set up an account and then the money trades hands. How does that work? Yes, yeah, so they either register on our website or they give us a call. We'll walk them through their options. Once we have cleared uh, monies into the account, we can actually get the, the product in line for shipment, depending on what you order. It could take anywhere from seven days to you know, six weeks, depending on what it is. Uh, but once you actually lock in that order, it is owned and it will eventually be there. Now, what if they want to buy a whole bunch of it, but they don't have a place that they really want to store it? Can you store it for them? Oh, that's a big one. We have a lot of clients that they go upwards to seven figures. And it's obviously better to have, you know, 40,000 ounces in a private depository than it is at home. And so we find a lot of people do store in a private depository. Depository. It's independent, so it's not related to any part of the banking system. Uh, but the important part is when it's there, you can buy and sell it very easy. And because Cornerstone also has an affiliated account at that depository, we can literally transfer the assets right into our account and wire funds to you fairly quick. Okay, so it's not actually physically held in Switzerland, is it? I would never be holding anything in Switzerland. I think that's the epicenter of Satanism, right? <laughs> okay, so it's Terry Saka at cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Go there, check it out today.